Hi everyone, this is Never Too Late Cafe, the sponsor of Bloom Where You're Planted podcast. And I have a special guest with me today, and I'm going to have him introduce himself. All right. Well, thank you for having me on, Laura. Um, I am Max Ross. Uh, I live in Chesapeake, Ohio, which is down at the very southern tip of Ohio, um, right across the river from Huntington, West Virginia. So, and where are you from, Max, uh, originally? Oh, originally, um, I grew up in Morrow County, Ohio, which is up in north central Ohio, um, pretty much in, in, in the cows and corn. So tell us a little bit about what you currently do for work and your business. They're kind of two separate things, but kind of in the same world. Um, so uh, my business is Blue Lava Audio. Um, we are a recording studio, um, among other things. Um, we, uh, we just did a live concert video. We've done a couple of those. Um, we do obviously music production um, for, for local artists around here. Um, and then I also am a freelance um, audio visual technician. Um, and I do live sound, lighting, video, um, and I also do some like entertainment rigging stuff as well. So, wow. Yeah, I, I knew, <laughs> yeah, and you also do equipment rentals. So what is backline? What is Oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> um, so backline is when a uh, when an artist say where they were to fly in California and play a concert in Huntington. Um, they don't fly with their drums, their uh, guitar amps, sometimes even their guitars. Uh, so I, I provide stuff like that. Oh, why why is it called backline? That's a good question. Well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> did I stump him? <laughs> I'll have to look um, at that. I, I I would assume it's called backline because it, it is the backline of the stage. Like it, it's this all the stuff that sits behind the artist when they're performing. So so all your guitar amps, your bass rig, your drums. So I would imagine that when there are concerts scheduled at different venues, that part of the contract is the equipment? Yes. I mean, very frequently, because not everyone's going to... I don't know if I had a very expensive guitar, if I would necessarily put it on a plane, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So... Um, so I know that with the concerts, tell us a little bit about your concerts that you have, have done. They're virtual or live stream. Mm -hmm. how, how does that work? Uh, well, back in 2020, when everything kind of shut down, um, I was just trying to come up with ideas on how we could keep local arts and local music going and uh, do stuff for for local artists and what i came up with was uh i have all this equipment sitting in the studio and we can have virtual concerts live on facebook and people can still enjoy live live music in quotes <laughs> but yeah. uh, but you know it's, it's not the same but it it was a little something that that i figured we could do for artists and their uh, audiences to kind of keep 
keep giving them a artistic outlet and and kind of keep their audiences up. So is there a way for someone, do they get a tip jar, a virtual tip jar or anything like that? I've heard of some doing that, but. We did. Um, I, I have a Venmo account for the company and I'd always put it up there and we'd split whatever came in. Um, sometimes it would be a lot, sometimes it'd be nothing. Um, more often than not, it was nothing. <laughs> Well, I, I think since this is all new to everyone, they're not even aware that, you know, like there might be a cover charge at another place if they were to go to a pub or whatever, but you know. So um, how do you get your musicians that have been on your concerts? Um, well, during the pandemic, it was uh, not difficult at all because nobody was doing anything. <laughs> um, now, I don't do them very often anymore. Um, I've done, I think, two of them in the last eight months. And that's because when stuff started to pick up and stuff opened up this past summer, everybody was busy playing. I was busy running production for those shows. And it was, it was just a lot. And and we weren't getting the audiences we were um, when there wasn't live music to watch. Um, but it, it really wasn't too hard. I just started with, with some of my friends. And I had them give me a list of recommendations of their friends. And I just kind of... It kind of spiderwebbed out from there. I didn't often get a band tell me no. Um, I would think not. <laughs> well, the pandemic certainly changed a lot of things. I wasn't for sure if it came about before the pandemic or not, because for me, I thought it was before that. But time is a very different thing right now. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people say that time is just very, you know, it's relative. So. I know you have many talents, and I'm just going to kind of go backwards a little bit and say that I've worked with you before. I think it was in 15, maybe 14. It's been a while. Can you believe how long it's been? <laughs> I know. I, I, and I can't believe that I don't remember. So it was for the film Dream Scenes, and you did an indie go-go promo for me. And I have to say... I kind of laugh whenever I think of that because my camera was not really set up to do what we were trying to do with it. And um, you were having to feed batteries <laughs> every so often. And you had a lap full of batteries. I don't know if you remember that, but actually it makes me laugh <laughs> because way back when, that's what I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um and then sound. You had a very challenging sound track that you were trying to do, and I appreciate you working so hard to make something um, that was going to go well in the film. So I appreciate that. Um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a, a song track that was very different. Mm -hmm. That so, and that took some work, I'm sure. So, and it worked out. So. Um, and then you had your very talented wife sing that song in various versions and i didn't even ask for that and i appreciate that as well because i would not have thought to do an instrumental and a high and a low and a medium i, I just i guess it was just a world that was very different for me and then when i got the sheet music with that song on it it really it was concrete tangible it's a real song and 
I just have to say thanks to you and, and Stephanie for doing that because it was above and beyond what I was thinking would happen. So anyway, that was uh, way back when. So um, your clients. Yeah, I think back you, then I was, I was in my spare room in my little two-bedroom apartment, I think. Right? Yes. That was, that was after we moved away from Portland, right? Yes. Yeah. And you came back and worked here and um, it all worked out. So that's that's great. So now with your business, how do clients find you um, for, you know, your equipment, your, well, we talked about the concert part, but for equipment and your recording studio, how do clients go about finding you? Um, I, I think it's a mix of things. I think the biggest one is word of mouth. Um, I, I've been working in the industry for a good eight, nine years around here now. So, so I know a lot of people. Um, but also um, my website, I think I've done, I get a few website requests a week. Um, just people Googling recording studio or equipment rental or whatever in this area and that's what pops up. So, so the, the website's definitely been, been an advantage. And thank goodness for Google, right? <laughs> so because this podcast is called uh, Bloom Where You're Planted, and I always ask guests what that means to them because it's different for everyone. So what does that quote or saying mean to you? Well, when you uh, told me that was the name of the podcast, I thought that was perfect um, for kind of me and my business. We never planned on ending up here. Um, we're from North Central Ohio. I ended up chasing her down the fourth Smith because that's where she went to school and we were always planning on moving back up to Columbus. Um, you know, obviously 10 years later, um, <laughs> things, things didn't turn out how we originally planned. Um, but to me, Bloom Where You're Planted, um, that sounds to me like, you know, just figuring out your situation where you're at. Um, and that's been a lot of, of what I've done and what I've had to do over the years is, uh, is kind of learn, learn how the market works around here um, and, and learn how to just make it work. And, uh, and I think that's, that's important for any entrepreneurs, especially creative entrepreneurs. So um, words of wisdom for someone that wants to do what you do. You do a multiple of things, but... I would say uh, network, network, network. Um, you know, the more people you know, the more people you're nice to, um, you know, the more that will come back around for you. Um, that, that's definitely been the biggest thing for me, um, especially in a smaller area with a smaller market. Um, but that, and uh, if you want to do something in a creative field, I, I think it's important to find people are like-minded surround yourself with them and uh and that's, that's also helpful those are great words because that gives you support so um what's next for max ross do you have some plans in the future that you might share with us i think my next big pivot 
will be to try not to be on the road as much. Um, I have two small kids, so um, I, I would like to make the studio portion of business grow and be what mainly supports them. So that's uh, that. That's currently currently the goal. I say that as I have four days booked all summer. Um, so <laughs> we'll see. Quick question just popped into my head. If someone said, could we do another virtual concert with you? Would you still be open to that idea? Yeah, yeah, and I actually, I did one with some friends of mine a couple of weeks ago, um, actually up in a theater in Galleon, Ohio, which is the town I grew up in. Oh, interesting. Okay, because, you know, that might be a way for some people that are not really, maybe they're new at it, on the opposite end, you know, not haven't performed a lot, it might give them a little more confidence that just as a thought, you know, is like, oh, let's do this and get it out there. And well, our time is about to close. So I want to thank you, Max, for coming on and sharing all of your wonderful talents with the world. And um, thank you for being uh, a guest on Bloom Where You're Planted. And it's sponsored by Never Too Late Cafe. And I'm Laura Walmack, your host, and I'm saying bye for now. So bye, Max. All right. Bye, Laura. Thank you very much.